Welcome to an inspirational message by Pastor Harold Weiss, Senior Pastor at Little Falls Christian Center. Now let the cloud of the glory of the Lord fill the house of God. Lord, at once let your presence be seen, heard, and felt. Surround us with a wall of fire. And Lord, we welcome your holy angels also in our presence. But today, above all, we give honor and glory to Him who died on the cross for us, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We give glory to the Father, the possessor of heaven and earth, His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior and the Holy Spirit who is here in this place today. Bless all the services every Sunday. Let it be as the oracles of God. Let the Word go forth and set the captives free. In Jesus Christ's name. And all God's people said, Amen. Give the Lord a praise after you have money right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. We're not, just, we're not just hearers of the Word. We're doers of the Word. For He hears the Word and is an obedient doer thereof. He shall be blessed in all that He does. I thank you for that in Jesus' name. I pray for this man now. Just remind me, somebody's sitting in the front. Okay? Right? Okay. In the week, I saw a wall similar to the one that you've got here. And in the wall was a, a bridge in the wall. And that, in the vision, there was a, like a star that shone in many directions. A bright light appeared in that breakpoint where the wall was broken. And I could see the wall was solid on all sides. But in that gap was a star that burnt so bright that darkness could not come. Not even close. Not even close. And instantly, like that, the Lord spoke to me. Because the question arose, and I said, Lord, what is this? What is this star that I see? And the answer came like that. Like waves of the Spirit of God on me. I spend my time in the Word of God. That's what I do. The Word and prayer, that's what I do. And like that, the answer came back. This is He who stands in the gap and does intercession for the land that I would not destroy it. See, a wall, a wall could 
be a boundary, it could be a barrier. It could be something that protects that which is very valuable. It could also be something that keeps out that which is of Beelzebub, the Lord of the flies, which is the devil. Keeps the flies outside. And the light shone in the darkness. And as long as the light was shining, nothing could get through that gap except the Spirit of God Himself and the holy angels. Daniel 12 says, Those who are wise and lead many to the Lord shall shine as the stars forever and ever. The testimony of Jesus Christ is the spirit of prophecy. Isaiah 53 and verse number 12 takes us into a place which I walked inside. There's a wall around it, a barrier around. You can't get in there. But a Roman Catholic priest opened the gate for me and said, walk through, sir. And I was alone in the garden and there were people all around the garden of Gethsemane in Jerusalem. One of the most favorite spots. Of my life. And I stood in the place where the Lord Jesus was praying. And I stood in the place. Almost couldn't believe it that I was there. Where 2,000 year plus old olive trees are still growing and still bearing fruit. And I stood in a place where these words were fulfilled. Therefore, I will divide him, the Messiah, Yeshua, Mashiach, the Messiah, Jesus Christ. A portion with the great, he shall divide the spoil with the strong because he has poured out his soul unto death. Number one, he was numbered with the transgressors. Number two, he bore the sin of all of you, many of all the ages. He was the one that said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. And number four, and he made intercession for the transgressors. Garden of Eden is Han Eden in Hebrew, which means a garden with an enclosed wall. There's a boundary, there's a barrier. Those things that are precious to God are always those things which He would like to preserve. So Moses stood on the mountain, as I told you last week, 
I won't get into all of that last, what I did last week. But Moses stood on the mountain and as he was there, the people were building a golden calf in the midst of the fire that burnt on that mountain. All the time they could see the glory of God and in, you can almost say in the shadow of that mountain there was no shadow because the light was shining from that mountain and it was blazing light. They went and they built a golden calf and God elsewhere in the Bible says, now go, run to your ridiculous idols and see how they can save you. New Amplified Bible. Because the people have gathered for themselves, even in this hour that we are living in right now, they have gathered for themselves idols on all sides. And they've elevated these things above him who lives in the power of an endless life. But they said, now we don't know if we, can, if we could see him. We are physicists. We are scientists. We can't see him. Fools. Oi, woe unto you. If I put my foot here, and I stepped forward into the air, except the angels carried me or God lifted me up. What, what would take me down? The force of gravity. Can you see the force of gravity? No. Is it there? Definitely yes. Surrounding us are point-to-point -point communications from satellites to the earth, from the earth around us, our cell phone towers, and all around us, there are frequencies running in every direction. Furthermore, do you believe that there's a thing called television? Do you believe that it's, it's in the air around you all of the time? I haven't got my cell phone here, but if I lifted up a cell phone and I said to you, do you believe this thing could work just like this right here? Yes, I do. Can you see the communication going on? No. Can you see the communication and the images of the television? No. Do you believe in the force of gravity? No. Do you believe... If you step over the platform, you'll break a leg down there. But the Lord Jesus, before His departure, said these words. He said, blessed are those who have not seen and yet believed. Oodles of communication happens around us. We believe in that stuff, but we refuse to believe and have faith in Him who lives in the power of an endless life, who is able to raise the dead and heal you right there in your seat where you are sitting. Only believe all things are possible to those who believe. Verily I say to you, if you say to this mountain, be thou removed and be cast in the sea, and not doubt your heart, but believe those things that you say will come to pass, you shall have whatsoever you say. What mountain is it now? Sometimes we lose the battles of faith, but we don't lose the war. Because the war has already been won and the devil's already been defeated. Jesus Christ is Lord. Will you stand up and give the Lord a good praise offering? It's time to have a revival in the house of the Lord. Shout hallelujah.
שווה לפה. חנמאי, דקלמוס ילווה שקלמה. ברוך אתה, אדוני, ישוע. Blessed be you, O Lord, Jesus. אדוני צבאות, the Lord of hosts, the King of glory. You believe in television, you believe in cell phone signals, you believe in gravity, but they don't want to believe in Jesus, who gives life, life to all things. In him we live and move and have our being. Number four on Isaiah 53 is the one who makes intercession for all the transgressors. Romans 8:34 says, "Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died and furthermore is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God. Do you believe that? I said, do you believe that? Who also makes intercession for us. Do you believe that? Do you know that someone that you cannot see is busy praying for you? And it's not just a mediocre prayer warrior. They're still trying to find out how does this business of prayer work actually. And sits with a piece of paper and writes a prayer on a piece of paper and then begins in a religious way like I've seen when I was out there in England in a certain church and a man stood there and he, and he, and he read, read like this, Oh, now let us pray. Bless the little children. I thought, yeah, well, they need a blessing. They really need a blessing. I mean, I didn't even see the dust move in that place. The end of days. The voice of the second sign will come in such a way that no one will expect it. Hebrews 7.25 Therefore, he is also able to save to the uttermost, to the uttermost, which means completely save. Those who come to God, through Him, since He always lives in the power of an endless life, indwelling an impenetrable light, He is the King of glory and He lives to pray for us. We refer to that as the present-day ministry of Jesus Christ. The price has been paid. That list of four that I read there in Isaiah, all those 
things have been done. Now the last thing continues. He poured his soul out. He sold out unto death. He was numbered with the transgressions. He bore the sins of many. And uh, he made intercession for us. For the souls of many. How many of you are included in that prayer that he made there? Can I see your hands clearly? I mean, I want to see your hands if you believe that. Do you believe Jesus already prayed for you? Do you believe that he is praying for you all the time? Do you believe that if I say to you like I said to you now, I said to you this morning, I said, do you believe the television? Do you see the television flying in the air? No, you don't. Do you believe holy angels are moving around here? No, you don't. You can't, can't see them, eh? But do you believe there are holy angels all around? Oh, we are standing on a holy ground. And I know that there are angels all around. Let us praise Jesus now. In his presence on holy ground. Give the Lord a praise offering. Back to the Garden of Eden, Luke chapter number 22. In Luke chapter number 22, we find ourselves in the very spot I was talking about. I was standing there. And right inside the building, which is built next door, which is over the spot where Jesus actually lied down on his face and he was praying. He's bowing before the Lord and being in agony. That word agony there is literally that your, your whole system is so affected with what you're facing. You're faced with the suffering of, and the struggle and, and, and yes, the struggles and the pains which people are having right now in their body that have disappeared and they are not longer in this church because even now the Spirit of God is all over this church and even now you will see that the Spirit of God is right here. And you say that I've come into this place, I am sick, I've got, no, you've not got, you've got Jesus Christ, you've got the Son of God, He prayed for you, He prayed for your sins, He prayed for your sickness, He prayed for everything, and that financial situation. Shout hallelujah. The biggest agony that I've had was the sea. In this period of time, I launched this week with a pastor's project, which I called the Project uh, Fisherman's Net, or Fish Net, or Lost Sheep, to get those people that become so worldly, so intoxicated, poisoned with worldliness, they don't bother to come to church no more. You just happen to switch on your television or your cell phone, you're just sitting there wondering what's going on at Little Falls Christian Center. I'm talking to you. Why are you not here? 
What's going on in your life? Unless you're on your way to the second service, maybe now you change your mind, you're going to be here. And being in agony, he prayed even more earnestly. There is an intensity of prayer that few people understand. But get into big trouble when death knocks at the door and an aircraft wants to fall out of the sky and begins to jump around. I remember we were in the air coming in from Namibia. I was preaching in Namibia in Windhoek. And on the way back, it was the summertime storms. There was a young man sitting near the window and he looked out the window and there were lightning bolts on the outside of the aircraft. And that aircraft was jumping in that storm. And there I had this young man grab my hand. And I thought to myself, this time I'll allow it. <laughs> Stand up, give God a praise. Shout hallelujah! Is the church still in the church? Where are you? That's right, give the Lord a praise offering. If you want to shout hallelujah, shout hallelujah! Let them know there's a revival. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, more intensity. Then his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground. He hits the rock bed that's right there in Gethsemane. And that's a rough place to be. There's no time to think about the roughness of the surface that you find yourself upon. But there is a time when you have to pray beyond natural pain, beyond the threats of darkness, beyond those things that want to bring down your whatever you're busy doing with your life. I look at these university students, I think to them, I think about them. There's almost an unfair advantage with a university student who has full access to the mind of Christ because Christ knows everything. And you don't have to ask him, Lord, what about this thing? I'm not in the picture with this, but just bring it to my attention. Just tell me, what, it, what are they saying here? Our intellectual capacity stops, but God's one is infinite. Goes on forever. He knows everything about everything. You talk about point-to-point -point communication. Do you know that he knows what's going on in your mind right now? Do you know he knows what you're thinking about this morning? Do you know that? 
and it's more than blunts. Am I right? There's a breach in the wall. Moses, get out of that gap because I want to at once let my fury, my fire at once consume the nation. And I'll make your name great. And Moses says, not so, Lord. Because Moses at that point right there becomes the star that's like that he prays for everything that's behind him in the presence of him who is a consuming fire I believe apart from the reading studying and the internal internalization of the Word of God. That the highest spiritual activity is that of an intercessor. Moreover, notice that he prayed for our transgressions. He makes intercession for the transgressors. A transgressor is someone who committed sin of some sort or another. But he's praying. He is praying. Because, let me say this again. No intercessor prays for himself. You're praying for other people. Even if it's just one person, maybe your husband, maybe your wife, maybe your children, maybe your family, maybe this, maybe that, maybe your business, maybe that. The people at the business are more important than the business. I say that again. The people at the business are more important than the business. Because the works of men will be destroyed, but that which is of God will remain forever. Give the Lord another praise after you write down. Amen. If you're praying for a single soul that's busy going to hell and you fight the good fight of faith and you go stand in a gap and you shine like a star, the Lord will not let that person suffer because the eyes of the Lord are upon the righteous. And his ears are open to their cry. He takes delight in the prayers of the righteous. But when the righteous go stand in that gap and says, what's behind me, don't touch. Please, relent. The word relent means have pity, have mercy. And so the Lord relented of what he was going to do to Israel. Because one man refused to even move off that mountain after that encounter... For another 40 days and 40 nights, he was straight on his face in the presence of the Almighty God and said, have mercy, relent, have pity, be merciful. See? 
he was discovered this extremely high call. Christ-likeness in him will be perfected if he also walks in love. For a new commandment I have given unto you, that you love one another even as I have loved you. See. And he made intercession for the transgressors, pouring out his soul for us unto death. Stood in the gap for all mankind of all of the ages, till blood was coming out of his skin. And the passion of the Christ had begun. And when he ascended on high, he sat down at the right hand of God, the Almighty Father. And when he did just that at that point, at the right hand of the Father, what did he do? He resumed his role as intercessor. I think, with great pleasure, I'd also like to be an intercessor. How many of you would also like to be an intercessor? Would you stand up if you also want to be an intercessor? Who do you want to intercede for? Who is there that comes up? Close your eyes, raise your hands, please. Who do you think you need to pray for? Who would you like to pray for? Who do you think needs severe salvation? Who do you think is straight off the track? Who do you think has lost it? Who do you think is in danger of hell? Who do you work with that are lost? Your prayer precedes God's mercy. God will set it up. You are the intercessor standing in the gap. And if you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, He won't touch what you're busy praying for. There shall no evil befall him, and no plague shall come near such a person's dwelling. Do you have a family that you want to pray for? Do you have lost family members? Are you an intercessor? Those of you that really believe you're an intercessor, and you're unselfish and you're selfless, you say, I am one too. Say, I am an intercessor. There's a man in the church by the name of Paul Hogan, just quickly, three spinal cord operations, no feeling in his feet, hands in pain and discomfort. I'm going to let the church in a moment go after praying the royal prayer with you. The Holy Spirit has spoken to you. I just have one prayer. I pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, write this word in their spirits. Write this word in their systems and they will understand what you want from them. For all of us have that calling, and we follow in the example of him who said, I have given you an example to follow, so let us do so. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. 
For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Give God a good praise offering right now on this Sunday morning. Say hallelujah. The Spirit of God's coming in like waves on me at the moment. I can feel it all the time and sometimes quite unexpectedly. I shall be back with the people tonight and with the second service. But God bless you and go in the peace of the Lord. For more teachings like this and other material, please visit our website at www.littlefallsonline.com.